Hi there, welcome to Claim the Stage, a podcast about public speaking and speaking up. If you struggle with saying what you want to say on stage, on camera, or in conversation, you're in the right place. I'm Angela Lucier, your host. I'm also an author, professional speaker, and CEO and founder of the Speaker Sisterhood, a network of public speaking clubs for women. If you want to practice the tips you learn on this podcast, you can check out a Speaker Sisterhood club as a guest for free. Learn more at speakersisterhood.com. Wow, today's a big episode, big announcement today. If you've been listening, it's not going to be a big surprise to you. If you haven't been listening, drum roll please. Guess what? Enrollment opens today, 9 a.m. Eastern, for our brand new program, Speaker Sisterhood Express. And if you're not sure what that is, go back and listen to the last episode I had with Becky Vish. I interviewed her all about her experience with Speaker Sisterhood. She's a club leader and member. Today, I'm interviewing Liz Nania, who is a member of Speaker Sisterhood, originally in the Boston area, and now her club is virtual like all the others. And I asked her to share the three things she has gained from membership. And the third thing she shares gave me chills and was so great to hear because I know it's something so many women struggle with. So I hope you enjoy listening to Liz's interview today. And if you hear anything in what she's saying and feel like, oh, I can really relate to that, definitely check out our new Speaker Sisterhood Express clubs that are opening today. We only have two clubs starting right now and there are 20 spots available. So you want to grab your spot quickly before it fills up. And if you're wondering what Speaker Sisterhood Express is, It's a six-month accelerated version of our club experience, so you get a chance to practice public speaking alongside 10 other women on the same journey. Every month you meet for two and a half hours and you get a chance to watch a class that I teach and then also practice giving a speech and getting feedback. So it's a great time. You'll get so much out of it. If you want to build speaking skills, you'll get that. You'll get sisterhood. You'll get self-exploration. You'll get a tremendous amount of growth and just a really fun experience. So if you're looking for something new to do that will challenge you a little bit and also give you some new insight into yourself, this is for you. I put a link in the show notes so you can go to the registration page and learn more and watch our video and get all the details. If you have any questions, you're always welcome to email me, Angela at speakersisterhood.com. And that does it for now. I will be talking about this more as the episodes go on, but you can definitely check that out right now and get all the information you need. So without further ado, here is my interview with Liz Nania. Liz Nania, welcome to Claim the Stage. Hi, Angela. I'm so glad that you accepted my offer to come on and chat about your experience with Speaker Sisterhood because you've been a member for a while, right? When did you first join? It's almost two years. It was in the fall of 2019, I believe. Okay. Can you tell us who you are? Sure. I'm a business owner. I have founded and the instructor for Out to Dance, which is a dance studio in the Boston area for adults. And now it's also online. So it's on uh, virtual and in-person dance classes, group classes, private lessons. And it's for folks who want to learn for their wedding or folks who want to learn just for fun. And we do swing, salsa, ballroom, country two-step, lots of fun stuff. And we also specialize in classes for LGBTQ folks. And we also have dance classes for everybody 
So it's a lot of fun. That sounds fun. It sounds scary too. I'm definitely not a good dancer, but I would like to improve my skills. So maybe one day you'll see me there. (laughs) It's just like speaker sisterhood. It's so scary. And then you get into it and then you just have so much fun. (laughs) I've thought about, um, joining like a, or starting a dancing sisterhood, but I'm not the person to do that at all. I just think it'd be a fun idea to have the same group of women getting together to dance. <laughs> dancing sisterhood. That's what a lot of my classes are like. That's, oh, well, I'm loving this idea. Feel free to steal that. That's for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So why did you originally join speaker sisterhood? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about that and I'm not a hundred percent sure why (laughs) I saw the ad in the business section, a little piece saying um, a little bit about what the speaker sisterhood was. It was meeting in downtown Boston and something really intrigued me about that. And I can't even say why. And I think it was curiosity and thinking, wow, I could really gain some confidence if I did something like this, because it does sound absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I joined, because it sounded both scary, but scary in a good way. Like, I'll really get something out of this. Yeah. Were you looking to build confidence in giving speeches or in just being able to speak up in general? Or was it kind of just communication skills across the board? I would say being able to speak up in general, because I really had no desire to give speeches and it's really just speaking up, Um, not necessarily professionally either, because I've been a teacher for many years. I'm super comfortable with that. feel very confident in my skills as a teacher, but speaking up in so many different settings and yeah, and it's, it's been great. I've benefited so much in that way. That's great. So I was wondering if you could share the three benefits or takeaways or mindset shifts that you've, you know, acquired through your membership. Do you want to start with the first one? Sure. Um, I'll start with confidence because that's what I felt I would gain potentially if I could stick with this. And I definitely definitely did. When I told friends I was going to be joining a public speaking organization for women, they kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm not surprised. And, but I don't really see why you need that. You're a teacher. And their reaction shocked me because yes, I'm a teacher and have been for decades, but what I do as a teacher is so different from speaking out or public speaking. I'm more of a facilitator. I want to get everyone involved in activity as much as possible rather than standing around listening to me talk. So I keep my words to a minimum in the activity to a maximum. So as a, it's more like facilitation, not like speaking at all. And um, I, I remember my first meeting when I was asked to speak in the freestyle speeches where you just here's a little topic, just say something for a couple minutes. And I stood up behind the podium because we were meeting in person at the time. And I totally froze. I felt like my mouth was hanging open for a solid minute. And I was terrified and I hadn't experienced that kind of terror. I couldn't even remember the last time. And our group leader, Jen Hillary, who is just like the most fantastic group leader I could ever ask for. She is phenomenal. She very gently 
threw me a few lifelines. Well, you could start with this or how about that? And, and once I got going, it was okay. I made it through my two minutes. I sat down, my heart was still pounding. And after I left the meeting, I just felt like, wow, that was a crazy experience. Um, I think I could do better next time. I think I could really learn something from this. I made it out alive and I decided to stay. <laughs> How long did it take you before you were able to um, just get up and speak without having that same level of terror? I would say the very next time, because that was it blindsided me. I didn't know I had that much fear available to me to experience. So the very next time, because I was prepared and the next time I spoke, um, it, it was probably a prepared speech that I wrote out word for word. So um, it might've been a very brief little freestyle, but um, I started feeling less anxious every time. It got a little bit better every time. How much of your re reduction in fear would you attribute to the community, the sisterhood and the leadership? Because when you said you were standing there frozen and then Jen threw you a lifeline, did you think when you came back for the second meeting, oh, like if I do freeze, it'll be okay. Cause I know I have people here behind me who are going to help me. Like, did that go through your mind at all? Or was it more like you just had that first experience and then you were able to kind of break out of that. Oh, Angela, that definitely went through my mind. In fact, I would say that's the second thing I got out of it was connection and connection with the other speaker sisters. Because when I was frozen there, Jen was just very generous and helpful and compassionate for my moment of anxiety. And the other speaker sisters would just look at me and it was a feeling of genuine connection and patience. And when I give speeches, even now that it's virtual, I can look into everyone's eyes and see them, see on their faces, um, the emotion I'm conveying in my speech reflected on their faces. So they're really listening, they're really hearing me. And, and that's a gift and they are there for probably similar reasons to the reasons I'm there and we're all in this together and repetition, of course, and challenging yourself helps. But if it weren't in this setting with this incredible group leader and also um, these amazing other members, um, I wouldn't have stayed. And I look forward to it now. Every time I'm there, I look forward to every meeting because I just love um, our connection and hearing what these women have to say. And I am so surprised at that. I didn't expect this. And I feel like I kind of have more fun when I don't have to give a speech because I love listening to everybody's speeches. I never even thought about that when I joined and it is fantastic. Yeah. That is kind of a hidden benefit that you get to not only uh, witness other people going on the same journey, but also hear some really fun stories and kind of connect in a different way than you would at a networking event or, you know, a typical workshop. So definitely a much deeper way. Yeah. 
When you said that you did gain more confidence through the meetings, is there a particular element of the meetings that you find have been most beneficial to you? Because I know that we do so many different things with the check-ins and the games and the freestyles and the feedback and the planned speeches. Is there a part that really stands out to you as being the most helpful? Wow, that's interesting. Um, I think it's kind of a tie between the giving a featured speech and the freestyle moments because they're both really different skills. And freestyle, you have to be fast, think on your feet, don't sweat it too much, don't overthink it, just plunge in and let whatever is going to come out of your mouth come out. And that is something I didn't know was a part of speaker sisterhood. And it's really valuable because this is daily life. We spend a lot more time talking off the cuff than we do public speaking. So that is fantastic. And of course, giving speeches, yeah, that's equally beneficial and in a different way. Yeah. So there's so many elements to giving a featured speech, you know, coming up with the topic, writing the speech, practicing the speech, deciding where you want to add extra elements like props or slides or audience interaction. And then there's actually delivering the speech. Is there an element in there where you feel you've gained the most growth? Yeah, I would say, again, two areas. One, writing a speech. I had never written a speech in my life. So writing it, clarifying my thoughts, going over it to say, does this really convey what I really want to say? Um, And taking that time with that is, wow, that's really a major um, achievement and also a place for learning and growth that I could just do that forever and grow every time. And giving them, oddly enough, is so separate from that. I thought it was kind of like all one thing, but I ended up feeling more comfortable with writing a speech than I did giving it because writing doesn't freak me out. Okay, I'll write something, but writing a speech, that's different. And giving it like, wow, I'm surprised it. I still get so nervous every time. Nothing like that first time. It's just the jitters. But I remember videos that our leader, Jen, has shared with us that you have created about this is what happens to everyone. We all get it. It's just a little performance anxiety. And there are things you can do, you know, and just being aware of that. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just part of the thing. You're excited. Even reframing it as excitement that you suggested that. It's super helpful. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. So for the benefits, you've said confidence, you've acquired confidence Mm -hmm. and you've gained connections. What's the third benefit you've, you've gained? The third benefit was the biggest surprise to me. It was a sense of worthiness. And I learned to my absolute shock that there is a part of me that goes way back to childhood that feels like unworthy and like no one is interested in anything I have to say on a personal level. If someone's paying me to teach them dance steps, of course they're interested. But on a personal level, there was this little part of me that believed no one's interested in what I have to say. And it would show up socially. I'd be hanging out with a group of people and I would find myself falling into that comfort zone of facilitator like I do when I'm a teacher, believing, 
other people need to be heard more. Other people need the floor more. Oh, and no one cares what I have to say anyway. And um, that kind of shocked me and really embarrassed me to even admit it to you or to myself or to my speaker sisters. But that part of me has actually been healed through speaker sisterhood, feeling like this group of women going on the same journey as I am together, they care what I have to say. They're really interested. And I can tell that from the thoughtful feedback. They listened, they heard, they reflected it back. And wow, what a gift that is. That was my biggest surprise. And I'll say maybe the most valuable thing I've gained. Yeah. And the most surprising. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. I'm so glad that you're willing to share that here, you know, in this forum, because it is one of those hidden benefits of our program that is hard to put into words when you're trying to tell them, tell the, you know, the world we do public speaking training, but it's like a thousand times more than that. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. And so being able to articulate what you just said about recognizing that you are worthy of having a voice and being heard that is life-changing. And I'm really glad that you it shared is. that. Congratulations. Thank you. And let me thank you for that, because if it weren't for you creating Speaker Sisterhood, I would not have gained that or any of the other things. Really, this is the most valuable organization I can ever imagine valuing women's voices and finding a, a group to come together in to facilitate our voices being heard. So Angela, I can't thank you enough. This is truly the greatest thing. And you are absolutely brilliant to even have come up with this, but not just think of the idea to actually make it happen and go through all the hard work. So thank you. Oh, uh, you're welcome. And thank you for saying that. It's, it is um, a labor of love for sure. And it's always wonderful to hear from all the women who are benefiting from it. Cause you know, sometimes if I'm working at home for too many days in a row and I start to get all squirrely in my brain, I'm like, this is a lot, go there's a lot going on here. But then I remember, like, oh, like what we're doing really matters. So just take, you know, take a quick, a quick coffee break and get back to it. <laughs> right. This is what's happening to all of us, especially during COVID times when we're all working at home way more than we ever have in our lives. And yeah, we need this connection so much. This has been so, I mean, speaker sisterhood has really saved me during COVID and I'm sure a lot of other people too, because COVID isn't over. It ain't going away anytime soon. And we need our connection with other women more than ever. Absolutely. What would you tell someone who's on the fence about joining and has maybe heard about speaker sisterhood for a while, but just kind of is reluctant to, you know, attend a meeting? What would you say to her? I would say, just try one meeting. You have absolutely nothing to lose. It's free. You check it out and you really need to experience it to see how wonderful it is because um, it's one of the most valuable things you will probably ever do. It's one of those get outside your comfort zone, but not really because not just for the sake of getting outside your comfort zone, like you're going to climb up Everest just to say you did it, but um, challenge yourself a little, but be super supported by other women there who are doing the same thing, 
challenging themselves, and also having a really good time. It's fun. I look forward to it. We all do. Yeah. I often hear from members and leaders that they have the after meeting afterglow for a couple hours after they finish. Yeah. They're just, they're so happy. And I I know that feeling well, I mean, I've sat through hundreds of meetings where afterwards I'm like, everything's great. Like there are no problems in the world (laughs) in my life (laughs) because the connection, that. that feeling of connection, you just can't be, it's like euphoric. It's just beautiful. It is. Yeah. Well, Liz, thanks so much for coming on the show and being vulnerable and open about your experience. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure everyone listening appreciates you telling your story. Thanks, Angela. It was a real pleasure. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved today's episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts to say thanks. Also, if you'd like to support the show and say thanks in another way, you can now do that by hitting the support button in the show notes. You can set up a monthly recurring payment of 99 cents to $10 to whatever fits your budget. All payments go directly to me. All right, I'd like to say thanks to Kelly Vogel for producing my music. This show is created in the Glitter Closet in Holyoke, Massachusetts, and it's a production of Speaker Sisterhood. That does it for me this week, you guys. As always, stop waiting, start creating. I'll see you next time.